Sam, I cannot believe I forgot to tell you about this because we were when we were on vacation. This is something that, that happened. It cracked me up. I had to flash back to this whole week is going to be that yeah. vacation. Oh my God! Remember, I was just this was hysterical because it was something for. I'm pretty sure you gave this to Jody for her birthday. And so, of all things, you know, I am oh. not. I am not a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, the Hodor you know? shirt. Yeah. So, you know, Game of Thrones. I got through season one with Jody when we were watching it, and that's it. How many seasons are there? Seven, and the next season is eight and final. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The shirt I gave you. If if you ever watch Game of Thrones, Hodor, one of the characters, all he says is Hodor. Hodor, and there's a Hodor. really so significant the shirt reason says why. Hodor, and then down where it's whoever says it, it like says the quote, Hodor. Hodor. And so, as somebody it's who doesn't funny. watch that, I didn't. I mean, I the shirt was funny, and I get that. But I never seen that episode because I didn't get that far into it. Of all things, while we were on vacation, Jody picks a random episode of Game of Thrones that she's watching. I walk into the room later, and it's at the very end. It's, it's and the I'm door not gonna, wrap episode, I, right? Exactly. I won't. It's the what episode? It's called the door. The door. Oh, so I'm not going to do any spoilers there, even though I don't know the show. But I'm yeah. like, oh. This that's, is the Hodor episode. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's the shirt. That's my only connection. It's Jody's shirt. It's the shirt yeah. Sam gave Jody. Yeah, that was a sad one. It's a hard episode. It's a it's a funny shirt, but it's something so significant. And it was just funny because he walks in going, oh, now I get your shirt. <laughs> oh, Hodor. Yeah. Sure you do. Right. So, uh, you know, outside of that, I know nothing else about Game of, Game of Thrones. Well, except for the dragons, of course. And Khaleesi. Oh, Khaleesi and but that's, that's about it. The last shirt I gave you was Game of Thrones too, wasn't it? Yes, I drink and I know things. Yeah. Thank you for that. I want to yeah. say... Oh, that was that was uh, Tyrion. That, yeah. I know Tyrion. Tyrion says that right. too. Yeah. Man, Tyrion should be the one on the throne at the end of all this. Hey. Um, hey. Hey, hey. May. I know. I want to say this to you, Sam. Thank you. You always wonder a question mark about your shirts or whatever that you give. Um, it's a very comfortable Hodor shirt. Oh, good. I feel nice and cozy in good. it. Good. Nice. Like the soft cotton. It's nice. I just think it's kind of funny that, you know, all these seven years of episodes and it boils down to one shirt with a quote on it for me. That you finally know, Murph. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. All right. First Hollywood outsider of the morning, actor Dennis Quaid. Oh, how I love him. And we haven't seen him in a long time. Well, he is getting ready for the role of a lifetime. And it's the first time he's been nervous about playing this person. Tell you about it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yay, I'm excited about hearing Dennis Quaid's name in the Hollywood press and media again. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I just like him. One of our friends, Rick, knows him. Remember? Oh, you know what? Our well, friend Rick hung out with Dennis Quaid. Well, he got to hang out with Dennis Quaid because one of our friends, Rick's friends, was a bodyguard. Oh, Remember? that was the connection? Yeah, he yeah. was a bodyguard for Quaid. Yay. During the movie. Dennis Quaid has done a lot in Hollywood. Apparently, it's like 60 movie roles over the years. And how funny is he? And how great is his grin? Does he have the best grin ever? He was in The Redone Parent Trap, wasn't he? He was the dad in The Redone Parent Trap. He was. Okay. Um, Dennis Quaid's latest movie, this is crazy. They're making a serious biopic movie about Ronald Reagan. Mm. And Dennis Quaid is going to play Reagan. And he has said in interviews already that this is the first time he's really been nervous mm. to play somebody that he admired so much. So is this just a, a, as president or is it the, is this a lifelong biopic? Kind you know, of I don't like know that much to... about it yet. I don't know that much about it yet. I do believe that they'll probably skip over the childhood stuff like they do in most biopics and take you to what you 
No. Like the behind the scenes of what you right. know of like this Ronald man. Like Ronald Reagan, the actor, then Ronald Reagan, the governor, right. then the president, right. that sort of thing. Um, he, Dennis spoke with Megyn Kelly and did this long interview about him playing this role. So you must feel pressure. Well, he was my favorite president of my life. Uh, there's so many things that he did to, that changed my life and the world for the better. For one thing, ending the Cold War. And he brought back a sense of uh, common sense. He stuck to his guns and his principles. He was a great man and a humble man. And Dennis Quaid. Oh, you hear his voice? You, it's, yes. It's gruff like it's Reagan's changed, voice. Right. He's changed over time. And um, he's seriously nervous about playing this, which means to me that he will really do it justice you know mm-hmm. he really wants to be true he's spending his time um interviewing with like 50 people that knew and worked and moved with reagan right he was at he's been at the reagan ranch while doing this interview he's immersing himself to become yeah, him i think any actor who's doing a biopic probably feels that same pressure yeah. because uh-huh. you're trying to reflect yeah. as closely to the possible the real life person he did it once before really Jerry lee lewis Oh, that's oh, right. I Jerry forgot about Lewis. that. Yeah, that was, yeah. I forgot about that. That was fun. Was okay. was, no date on when this movie comes out. No name even yet, I uh, assume. Is crazy Reagan. brother Randy got a shot in this one? No comment. <laughs> Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, uh, 877-310-4MSJ. Lynn is calling in. She's got some advice, oh, some help for us on this whole housekeeping tip. Mm-hmm. How much to leave, where to put it, and that sort of thing for those cleaning hotel rooms. Give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. Hey, Lynn. Hi. I was calling about the conversation you were having about the uh, tips and housekeeping. Yes. Where do you leave your tip? Well, usually on the pillow, but I actually work in the industry at one point. Yes. And in some places, you're actually told... Don't take the money if it's sitting anywhere but on the pillow because you don't know if somebody walked off and forgot the money okay. if it's sitting mm-hmm. by the coffee machine. So sometimes it depends on placement. So my suggestion would be if you really want to make sure they get it, uh-huh. to leave like the other caller said or like you did an envelope or a card or something stating that it is for housekeeping. Housekeeping, yeah. And if a supervisor... If a supervisor happens to be the one to maybe have to clean the room because they were shorthanded, mm-hmm. supervisors are in some places instructed not to take tips. Oh. And oh. Um, mm. if so, you are yeah. there for a long period of time, mm-hmm. uh, it's not always the same person cleaning the room because they rotate new sure. people. Sure. And the regular people take their days off. So if you want to make sure the person's getting it that day, yeah. you might want to leave it every day, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. I like the leaving it every day because of that. I can't be sure it's the same person. And Lynn, maybe the lady who didn't take the money was in charge. That's maybe true. Maybe that's what it is. Cause it right, was, that's right. Yeah, right. driving me crazy. Right. How hard is that to walk into a hotel room of strangers and clean it? I'll tell you what, it's it's, uh, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. It is just cleaning, but Mm-mm. like we had to raise under the uh, dust ruffle of the beds and clean mm-hmm. under the dust and under the beds, mm-hmm. the windowsills, office chair. I mean, everything that you could almost touch in there, you're supposed to clean, and they give you a certain amount of time to clean it. So sure. there's extra there because people, because I just figured, oh, housekeeping's going to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. That job is really not as easy as people think it is. I right. don't think it's easy. I've never thought it was easy i don't even like cleaning up there up after my own people <laughs> you know 
But anyway, I just wanted to call and kind of clarify some of that. And some other places may have different rules. Right. That was the rules where I worked. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Thanks, Lynn. Y'all have a good day. You too. Yeah, jump in. 877-310-4MSJ. We love to hear from you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Gonna let you know why Billy Joel is throwing shade at his buddy, Sir Elton John. And come hang out with us after the show. In case you missed yesterday's After the Show podcast, you know, I, I think it's a legitimate reason that I didn't touch or even deal with something that Jody made for me. Mm-hmm. Crafted for you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can certainly be the judge of that yourself. We do a new episode every single day of After the Show exclusively on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast online, iTunes, or you can Google it. Sam's got music news. A couple of Billy Joel stories. A big week for him this week. He performed his 100th, where he had his 100th performance at Madison Square Garden. You may- seen him in concert quite a few times, and he's fun. Yeah, wait, he's been at Madison Square Garden a hundred times? Yeah. yeah. Now he that's had, his jam. That's his joint. Yeah, back in the day, you know, he's from New, New York, New right. Jersey area. Back in the day, he used to do, you know, a couple weeks at a time there. Uh, and right now, he's got this deal where once a month, he performs there. One night a month, he okay. does that adds a standing up. gig. And he's, he's now become the person who's performed there the most. So they honored him last week with his 100th performance. Springsteen actually showed up and surprised him, and they did songs together. So cool. Uh, and they took his piano, his Steinway, and they now have it on display permanently at, at Ma- Madison Square Garden. Wow. I didn't know that. So if you ever get there, maybe you can sit down and pretend to be Billy Joel. Uh, <laughs> but he's also uh, making news because he kind of, <laughs> to uh, Sir Elton John, you know, he and Elton do a, did a lot of touring together. They For a did. long time, they were, right. I mean, you That's would think that they were joined saw. at the hip. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that um, he and Elton would talk about recording new music. Uh, and he said, Elton would say, you know, dude, why don't you do anything new? And he would say to Elton, dude, why don't you quit doing new stuff? <laughs> he said, there's a point in time where you reach the end of improving the stuff you put out. Billy Joel said, yeah, after the river, he feels. after the river of dreams, he knew that I can't put anything out better than what my catalog is. Wow, wow! If I want, I can make stuff, but it's gonna like possibly harm my legacy. Huh. And so he a long told, time. He told Elton John, "Stop, quit doing it because you're ruining your legacy." Well, the, what sounds like here is they the, the two dis- disagree on this. Elton yeah. John feels like your your creativity can never end, and Billy Joel's like, "Well, the best is behind me." Yeah. So I don't know what Elton has to say about that one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> something that you can't repeat yeah probably something involving a hand gesture so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also it. too the beatles have a new book that's coming out next year a children's book based on the lyrics for all you need is love, all you need is love. Oh. now the book itself the, nice. the the text of the book is just the lyrics of the song all you need is love and they had somebody illustrate it oh cool so okay simon and schuster's <laughs> putting this out in january yeah after it comes out they're going to release another beatles book they don't know which one yet or they haven't told us They'll tell us next year what it's going to be. The Beatles, uh, the most money-making catalog in history, huh? Well, rightly so, you know. Rightly so. Let it live on. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Right, coming up next, um, why did it take Sam so long to order at restaurants lately? (laughs) So, Sam, I have to ask... Okay, we we all had this um, little trip we did together the other day, and so we were spent a lot of time together, and we were eating at a restaurant mm-hmm. uh, that night with some friends. And you took a long time to order at the restaurant. Did you catch that? That you were yeah. taking forever? I, it's because, <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it was one of those restaurants where the menu was like multiple, multiple pages. Pages, yeah. Because there, there was no, we specialize in, hmm, 
Right. It, was it wasn't like in a fact, sushi place. In fact, when we were going a, into the restaurant, I looked at the, the canopy going in. I'm thinking, this is going to be tough because it said burgers, steaks, sushi, seafood, da da da. It's yeah. like, nah, oh nah, my nah. gosh, stop it. Salad, pasta, sandwiches, everything. And so when I sat down, it's like, okay, that looks good. Okay, that looks good. Okay, that looks, and it's, too much. I, I just did it. Yeah. There's what about too much you? on a menu. Bailey? Yeah. I've Too much for you too? Personally, I've never seen this, the the variety that was available here. Yeah. I've never seen that before I liked the experience, but whenever we were trying to look at the menu and order, my brain, we were also having conversations with other people. We were there mm-hmm. with a big group. So that made it even more mm-hmm. for my, more for my brain. So I really zoned in on one section of the menu so that I could still also visit and look at what I wanted to get. How did I miss that then? Because I had no problem ordering whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else You're was always stuck. the exception. For me, Marvie. it was like, there's miso salmon. I'm in. Yeah. And that's what I got. So when you say it took you forever, was the waitress hanging over your shoulder mm-hmm. while you were trying to decide, no, Sam? Or? Saying that- no, in, in fact, when she did finally come back, we had a large party. I was like, please, I'm last because yeah. I got to right. wait for this. You know, yeah. I, even, I went to the bathroom once so I could look at plates that other people had. <laughs> <laughs> Man, producer, really- producer Bailey said, you know what? It just eliminate this like one or two sections that's like yeah you're right eliminate you, yeah, what just, seafood yeah just don't I, I, do I took seafood. out sushi and I took out I think seafood too and I started zeroing smarter, in smarter somebody else was paying so I thought you know I'm not going to order a steak wouldn't be polite just skip that one nice and so I zeroed in on what I a couple of dishes and I even had the, the waitress I said look Here's where I'm looking at. One, two, three. And she goes, that one. I said, all right, do it. Nice. That's the way you got to do it. I can only imagine that it's nuts for a restaurant kitchen to have that much on the menu. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Like, And I do believe as a consumer, the fewer choices, the better. Well, so I, I, I can't understand why you would give a novel for a menu. Think about McDonald's and their Ugh. their drive through menu order. You know, uh, they, They've cut it down because it was getting out of control. Right. Yeah. I, but I think because this place is sort of in a touristy convention area, Area. Maybe yeah. they are trying to be all things to all people. You know, yeah. it's true. Everything I had was delicious. It was outstanding. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So too many choices. The trick is narrow it down to one section. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Please do that next time. That'd be great. Right. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Get your full update on Demi Lovato this morning. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Bottom line on Demi Lovato right now. This is so sad. She was hospitalized yesterday. Um, she's only 25 years old with this big, big voice. Remember when she did that crazy good tribute to Lionel Richie and she sang Hello and the, blew the doors yeah, off? Yeah. Crazy good, talented girl who has had a lot of problems in the past. She'd been sober for six years. The earlier and, this year, it was six years she celebrated. Right. And then she dropped this song last month. Um, called Sober. It was like a, her admission song that she had had some problems and fallen off a wagon recently. Mama, I'm so sorry. I'm not sober anymore. Yeah, she had a relapse. Daddy so yesterday, a family member, a source close to the family at least, reported to CNN that she was in the hospital. She had been rushed to the hospital in Los Angeles yesterday, suffering a possible drug overdose. Mm-hmm. So it was a medical emergency. A fire department came, and this was around noon yesterday. And so, you know, social media started to fly during the afternoon. But now, what we know now, and this is from Demi's publicist, she's okay now. 
She is with her family. This was from last night. Demi is awake with her family, and she wants to express thanks to everyone for the love, prayers, and support. Some of the information being reported is incorrect, and they respectfully ask for privacy and not speculation as her health and recovery is the most important thing right now. You know, that's what's sad, too, is always, it's always that there's always it's speculation and things get screwed up until you hear the true story that I, comes out. I, the first thing I thought and heard yesterday when I read that and heard that was that I hope it's not true. I hope it's fake. I hope yeah. she had to go to the hospital because she cut her foot or something. So that's all we know right now about... The big, beautiful voice and soul of Demi mm-hmm. Lovato. Got a quickie for you, Sophia Vergara. Her, if you follow her on Instagram, it's quite lovely yeah, I and beautiful. I need to add her. I haven't. And her, her and Joe Manganiello, and they mm-hmm. share their lives. She was hacked yesterday, <laughs> and so if you follow her, it's like it looked like all of a sudden she was trying to sell you or get you a a free iPhone Uh and she finally took to Twitter and said look my Instagram got hacked don't answer these idiots don't send them any info we are after them so no Sophia Vergara is not trying to give you a free iPhone X alright another Hollywood outsider coming your way around 7.55 up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider if you're not uh, ready for summer to be over and uh, you know still kind of uh, itching for an escape not so serious book club. Jody's added a few new titles at MurphySamandJody.com. Uh, Most, mostly Stephen King stuff, apparently. <laughs> well, a couple of Stephen Kings, but yeah. he's great. That's the, there's a reason he's king. I do want to say oh. quickly that the other one that I added this week called The Widow, I read it, so we put it in the Not So Serious Book Club, but it le- it left me feeling kind of icky. I just want to say that. Subject, Subject matter. matter is not good, and if you don't want to let that into your heart, then don't read it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have me. put it there. <laughs> know, that's what I'm just saying. Just a foot. What if it's a good book? <clears throat> I couldn't. I had to finish it. Yeah. So does that make it a good book? I had to know. Yeah. So I think that counts, but you've got to have a tough exterior to read this right. one. Okay. Got it. Guess what has happened this summer? A transformation at our house. Murphy and I, our oldest, Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, we pushed her to get a job a summer job she really didn't want a job at first right and so she started what wants a job in right spring, <laughs> in the spring she started doing like one day a weekend mm-hmm. at a movie theater right which um, is a cool job it I is think, a cool a job but she still was like oh but i need to do this and i need to do that and i don't know if i want to work now after she's gotten a taste of it gotten really comfortable in her job and gotten a taste of getting a paycheck. Oh, yeah. She is begging to pick up shifts. So I'm so happy about that Me because too. we've we've seen her transform into somebody who wants to work now. Thank you. It's really the best of both worlds because she's conscientious. I think it's reinforced responsibility. But yeah, <laughs> you can't explain what it's like to actually have your own money until you try cuz when you're making that transition is a you know from a kid where everything's been provided for you right. to oh wow, wait, you mean I can choose what I want to buy because this is actually what I earn? Right. Yeah. And so she you know Murphy set her up with a bank account and a card and she she tracks it on her phone. Uh, like this cool. is how much I've got. The deposit went in. Yes, yeah, she's the one depositing and all that. And so when she leaves with her friend, friends she's not having to ask us for cash we like that and we like it a lot for her because now she also i i'm willing to bet that when she goes out to eat with her friends she's not ordering steak every time like when she goes with us <laughs> right. so well, that's kind yay. of teaching her another lesson it is now if i could just get jody to stop asking me for cash <laughs> and order steak <laughs> coming up next it's the producer's mailbag bailey what do we have in your bag well, Jody, we have a debate brewing on Facebook. Oh, is yeah. summer reading actually good for your kids or not? Oh, yeah. Let's do that next. 
Call us or text us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, or, of course, you can reach us on Facebook, too. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, we have a debate that's happening on Facebook over summer reading. And this is something, right. I, you know, when I was in school, I felt pretty strongly about summer reading. But really? I didn't realize that my you know problems with it were actually reasonable. Yeah, I asked on our Facebook page... Is summer reading, you know, a pain at your house? Yeah. Do you think you're they should about, get a break in the summer, or do you think it's good? Yeah, required summer reading for school is the summer reading we're talking about. Right. 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 Uh, Stacy says, I'm all for reading, but I wish they would give a list of books for the kids to choose from. As a mom of a kid who dislikes reading, it's painful making them read a book that they're not interested in. Truth. And I understand if a book can't hold my interest, I don't want to read it either. So, totally. you know, I know. And it just gives choice. them a negative feeling about reading. Right. I heard that. Okay, thank you, Stacy. Yeah, that's exactly what Donna says, actually. Let them choose the book that they that they want to read. Don't yeah. attach assignments and allow them to discover reading for fun and not because they have to, because they don't want to yeah. fail their English class before school even begins. Uh, you guys, you know that I'm I love to read so yeah. much. I don't I didn't have summer reading though when I was a kid. And at our don't laugh, Sam. <laughs> it was never assigned to me in the summer. Yeah. And maybe that is yeah, good. That was called the Barefoot Reading Club. <laughs> <laughs> the library? Where's that? Uh, you know, um, I spent my summers outside. Barefoot. Yeah. You're right. The, in the country. And what's funny about this is you, they're assigned certain books to read during the summer, but during the school year, they have the AR reading. Yes. And it, that's a on a do. list. But yeah. it's like, pick the books you want to read. Right. Some, so it seems like it should follow the same kind of thing. I know. You know, it's tricky because you do want kids to be interested because that'll get them hooked and motivated to pick up a book themselves. Yeah. However, I mean, real life is sometimes you also do things that you're not you're going to enjoy and you have to it's develop true. a discipline. So I see yeah. both sides of it. Uh, you know? uh, I know okay. that's not fun. That certainly isn't fun summer talk, <laughs> is it? No, it's not. Right. Uh, Anna says reading is great, but when a middle schooler has three books to read and a project to do on one of them that is due the first week of school, oh, I wow. have a problem. Like, I'm all for reading, but give the kids a break. I agree with that, Anna. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Anna, and thank you for your Facebook uh, you know, messages to us also. Reach out anytime. You can give us a call on this, too. Teachers and Moms, yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, so Murphy has been building something for our daughter Phoebe. Ooh, nice. Her request. Um, it's taking like six days, and it looks like my nightmare. Don't be too impressed, Sam. Okay. Hey, when you go online today, be sure to like our Facebook page. When you do that, you get notifications when we post new things and go Facebook Live. There's always like, something going on yeah, there. Yeah, there is always something happening. Okay, Murphy is building something for our daughter, Phoebe. She's begged for this for a long time, and he's building it in her room, and I think it's taking a full week. And it, when I, the first time I walked in, what did I say? This looks like my nightmare. <laughs> I'm going, well, I'm leaving see, the room. It is funny, because the way Jody describes it makes it sound like I'm being quite crafty, right? Right. Like, you I are. really have yeah, it, it together. It sounds like you're building something from scratch that you designed. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what this is... And I hesitated to buy one of these because it is one of those prepackaged office style desks oh, okay. that we got. Okay, um, and, and it's really it's cute looking, as you know. It's just it's that mix of particle board stuff, so you have to be really careful. It has its own challenges putting it together, <laughs> reinforce whatever you call it. That's that's and, putting it lightly. It has its own challenges. Um, there you go, writing corporate brochures again. Okay, so when I uh, it looks open like up a the, nightmare to put together. The manual there are. 277 pieces uh-huh. that have to be put together for this thing. Mm. Um, it has a case on the top with shelves, 
folding doors on the top, Lord. and it's got the cabinets at the bottom and a place where a computer, which she's not going to have a computer in there. She doesn't want to put one in there. a laptop. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, doors and all kinds of stuff. And you drawers. literally, you put, yeah, drawers. You have to put together the drawers. Separately. You have to put together yeah. everything. Everything See? came flat in a box that was Man. way too heavy to pick up. And we were like, drawers and doors are tricky building those things because nothing ever lines up. I think this is the desk she wanted. I'm like, Phoebe, let's go get a real desk. That's of real wood and have somebody deliver it and ta-da! Yeah, yeah. But this is the desk she wanted and Murphy, father of the year, said, fine, baby, I'll put it together. So here's the silver lining on it. What has been fun is she's wanted to help me. Mm -hmm. So we have actually spent time together on that and she's using the tools and I'm showing her and we're following the directions together. It's not a selfish thing, Sam. It's good. (laughs) It's time well spent. But have you held it hold off on some of your comments? Uh, Yeah, a few things that didn't line up. (laughs) The handle goes where? (laughs) What handle? I'm missing one. I went to the grocery store the other day and I came back and you're, he's back there working on it in Phoebe's room. And I, I, you got he had a trick going to keep you calm and from saying the words. You had on classical music. <laughs> yeah, kind of soothing. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we should just post some pictures. Oh, yeah. Maybe before and after. The progression. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what to do with all the leftover parts. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when it's going to collapse. Build another desk. <laughs> Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, we have to talk about naked Planet Fitness guy. Who? Naked Planet Fitness guy. No, you heard about him yes. yesterday. Yes. All right, you guys want to talk about um, naked Planet Fitness guy? I have I know no Sam idea. Sam loves this guy. I, I don't know. I know that you said it was going viral. I haven't. I guess well, I've been. My, my head's been in the sand. <laughs> Tell me what. Call it know. viral. Just that it was a big story yesterday. This man walked into a Planet Fitness stripped down and started working out and so people immediately were like oh my gosh and authorities were called and they came and got him and he was in some sort of yoga pose yeah he was in the he was over at the yoga mat (laughs) doing a downward dog and um (laughs) where you went ah he was charged with indecent exposure lewdness and disorderly conduct when the police showed up at the gym and all he would say his only comment here we go was that he thought it was a judgment-free zone. <laughs> which really? Is their slogan. Yeah, yes, so, yes. You see a blog where somebody said this was Planet Fitness. Yes. Putting him up to it so that they could, you oh, know. Ooh, smart. I saw some speculation on that, but you know what? I had to back that. out of all that. that is, <laughs> Bailey, you enjoyed this story too, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, because of what you just said, if Planet Fitness is putting it up to that, that'd be really funny. As well, <laughs> it, don't you have to have like a key fob or something to get into that place? If you're not having, wearing yeah, pockets or something. The manager of Planet Fitness could give you yeah. the key fob. <laughs> just curious. He walked in with clothes on and then yes. he took them off. So yeah. he just did the yoga. He didn't actually try a workout. Well, that would he be probably dangerous. would have if, some, if the, thor- the authorities wouldn't have been called. Yeah. That's gross. I'm sorry. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, the thing I was really wondering is... And it's a strange question. What if he was, you know, an attractive guy? What if, like... What if he was Jason Momoa? Yeah, what if he was, like, an actor-looking dude? Mm, Let me think about this. Because he was a kind of a grungy-looking guy, so... Would it have gotten that publicity? No, actually, either way. There's no place for that. If you walked in and saw somebody running on a treadmill like that, Uh, you'd probably call the police also, right? Yeah, sorry. In public places like that, naked, no. No. Even if you were Joe Manganiello. I'm picturing the running on the treadmill part right now. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to stop doing the squat. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Let's wipe this place down.
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, Bailey, let's move on from that. Please. We want the update. Are you moving or not? Oh, we're getting close. Do that next. And we know life is busy, so the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast is an easy way to catch up on anything that you miss on today's show, and you get to enjoy an episode every day of After the Show, something that we only do on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast for free. Yeah, check that out. Okay, Producer Bailey. Yes. We would like, as a family, the update, are you moving? And we don't mean moving away from us. Right. <laughs> well, you've been looking for a, 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 a new, new place. House? Yeah, I've been looking for a new place for a while, and it's been a really frustrating thing, but... We signed a lease yesterday. Yeah, Thank you. We're getting out of there. And a place that accepts pets, obviously. Yes, yeah. It accepts pets. It accepts everybody who's moving in, and we're <laughs> moving in um, within the coming weeks, actually. Good. Yeah. yeah. Did we're you have st- to add an extra roommate? Yeah, we did. We had to find another roommate. Why? What was the problem before? The problem. You had two people. Yeah, we had two people, and a lot of the online listings were so were misleading. Like we couldn't actually find what we wanted. Was a two bedroom, two bath, and most of the listings online are two bedroom, two bath. But when you show up to the place, it's two bedroom and one and a half bath. You don't want to share a bathroom with your roommate, right? Because that's the situation that we're in now, and we feel spoiled, and we can't go back. I I understand that too. You know. you can only do so much in a half bath. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Certain things you can't do. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to get, you have another roommate, so you're in a three bedroom, two bath house. Yeah. You're still three sharing bedroom, a bathroom. Bath- yeah. We're sharing a bathroom. Uh, the way that we have it worked out, I will not be sharing a bathroom, but the other two roommates will. Well, how did you rate? <laughs> wow. How did uh, you rate? Well, it's it's kind of like a we're splitting the rent unevenly, which is a ah. thing that people do. You're paying more. Yes. Ah. Okay. Yeah. And you were the guy that went searching for the listing, so you kind of have like finder's <laughs> credit, right? A little bit. You also have early morning hours. <laughs> yeah. So, so when it, they sleep later than you, mm-hmm. you don't know they're not in your bathroom. Watch out. That's See, right. We could have negotiated uh, on your behalf. Man. Yeah, oh, it could have yeah, been. Yeah, I'm sure he me, wants our meddling. <laughs> let me call in my people. <laughs> is moving a huge pain to you? Do you have a ton of stuff? Um, I... I do think I have a lot of things, but the house that we're moving to is kind of right down the street, so nice. it's not going to be too long of a move. Excellent. Good for you. Yeah. And they they accept the best dog in town? Yeah, they sure do. The best boy ever. Best yeah. boy That's ever. What he's called. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Get the full update for you on Demi Lovato this morning. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Right, bottom line from Demi Lovato's family is that she's doing fine after a possible overdose good, yesterday. Good news. She was rushed to uh, an L.A. hospital yesterday, and a family source told CNN that she was suffering a possible drug overdose. And from there, it was all speculation. Oh, there! It now, was, every report I heard was that it was an overdose. Yeah, it was heroin overdose. It was Ugh. wild all over the internet yesterday. Those words. And it's almost like some of these sources, and not saying TMZ, but some of these sources, it's almost like you can read it and think, okay, are you making this up just to get people to or read? Or how severe is it? Are you being yeah. rushed to the hospital because you cut your foot or something? That's what I was hoping. I kept hoping it was some sort of you know, I believe that she was there because enough enough sources had reported, so I knew she right, was right, in right. the hospital, but like, what's it really for? So, um, less than 24 hours, we know it was, the fire department came, they came with the call for a medical emergency, arrived just before noon, it took her to the hospital. Um, the statement came down last night from Demi's publicist, here it is. 
to update fans on mm-hmm. her condition. Demi is awake and with her family. They want to express thanks to everyone for the love, prayers, and support. Um, some of the information being reported is incorrect, and they respectfully ask for privacy and not speculation, yeah. as her health and recovery is the most important thing right now. That's 110% true. Yeah, well, because um, there's and, so much speculation right yeah, now. And, um, to me, it's kind of like, why would you say... Why would anybody say that it was this kind of overdose or that when, you know, that's something that's going to come months from now from her or no one? And, and I think, it, honestly, I think when it's not, when the time's right, it will come truthfully from her because she's always been open about so everything she's so. been through. So she was sober for six years until last month and she dropped this song that kind of was like, hey, I'm admitting that I, fall, I fell off the wagon. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not sober Mm-hmm. is so beautiful such a gift she's always had these struggles since she was a kid she was a kid superstar with these kind of struggles right another superstar kid who didn't have much of a childhood um, but from from her family from her publicist she's doing fine surrounded by people she loves and that's the best thing that you can hope for yep. for her right now another hollywood outsider for you coming up around 8 30 murphy sam and jody your hollywood outsider yeah, I know we're getting closer to the end of July here, which kind of means end of summer, not far away. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how you define that. Some people say Labor Day is the actual end of end of summer. I say it's school. Uh, because a lot of schools do start back up, I know. Dude, you know, it's before school. Then. Yeah. yeah, to me. Um, so, uh, and, and by the way, if you are still looking for a last minute idea, and but this isn't a year where you're like taking everybody out of town for whatever reason, Sam has some pretty cool staycation ideas at murphysamandjody.com. Fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you gave us some, too. And we They're all up there on the website. Uh, before we uh, took our vacation, yeah, you, Jody, were talking about ordering your new four-sliced toaster. Yes. And you now have it in, so I'm assuming in the in the interim you've had a chance to use it. It's awesome. Uh, that's what I was wondering. How does, is it working great? Yeah. So, you know, Perfect if toast. the most exciting thing to happen to us in the last four weeks is a four-sliced toaster. No, it's <laughs> not. But I'm going to say this. The same thing. You're so, you have so many questions about it, Sam. Like, well, how does it work? What do you do? I'm like, it's just a toaster. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, just to a me, doubled you push the button toaster. down, and, and it, but you said you can run two and two separately. Yeah, and okay. you can just do. So, one I mean, or two I'm, really, I'm still four. amazed by this. You seriously have never worked with a four slice toaster? That's what's no. funny. There, there, you know, the most the smartphones actually a bigger technological advance. Seriously, <laughs> but. No, uh, even, I mean, it was my mom and dad and my brother and I, there was four of us, but we always had a two-slice toaster. I never had and one And it was a regular toaster, now. too. It wasn't one of those fat bagel kind of toasters. Bagel ready. Well, my my yeah. parents had a four-slice. It was that green color from the 80s, Almond. and it uh. would burn from the outside because it, well, when I say burn, it's like if you touched it by yeah, accident, you knew it. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that's not a safe toaster. Ironic, Well, that's, well, that's the way they all used to be, and all of a sudden, somebody came up with a bright idea to make them. <laughs> we can insulate these things. The you can touch it, funny see? funny thing about you asking about the toaster is that Phoebe, our youngest also approached it with that same well how do i work it what it it's like it's the same you, you can do, it's a toaster you can do one two three or four slices of toast oh so you can do three. Oh, okay that makes sense I don't understand. Three you are you the intelligent one? Yeah, here? really. I, yeah, I guess really. You know, Sam. It's maybe too simple for you, know, you. That's what's up. Yeah, you go ahead, shop online, get you one. You I know, th- try I'm, I'm going to have to do that, and I bet the kids are going to go. Wow. You have, I mean, you have five children, so you know it will come in handy. It's fact, necessary. You should probably buy two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got me an eight slice toaster. <laughs> More with Murphy, Sam, and Jody is coming up. Okay, what Murphy is building for our daughter in her room uh-huh. that looks like my nightmare. I wouldn't touch this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know. It took me a couple of weeks, but I finally understand the birthday present that Sam gave to Jody. Mm -hmm. That's next. 
So Murphy is building something in our daughter Phoebe's room. And I something. props to you A rocket. <laughs> because um, I couldn't I took one look at all this, the pieces that you took out of the box, putting together a desk for her that she picked out. Well, and, and, and I'm like, I, 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 I've got a piece out of this. I, an actual craftsman would probably tell you that I'm not really building. I'm assembling. Oh, my right? bad. You <laughs> I mean, are assembling. There are instructions. It's 42 pages of instruction, Sam. Mm-hmm. And Again, I'm out. Does that not shock you? Have you never put have you put together a particle board type desk before? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's never that thick. It's like twenty pages and you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're doing one that has drawers and yes, cabinets. It has like everything. And so shelves. The amount of tools and hardware. In fact, this box was so heavy, I had to rip the box open and take the pieces out individually <laughs> to get them into the house. Yeah. And true you know, story right there. And what I'm really concerned about is once I put this thing together. I mean, I'm doing a good job of putting it together, but that stuff is not the strongest in the world. No. It needs to sit where it's going to be and not move ever. You haven't right? punched through any of that particle board, have you? No, but two, there were some holes that weren't lined up. And of course, they were on the base of the desk that holds the whole thing up. Yeah. So I had to go in there and, and, and redo, which was very frustrating because then I'm like, okay, now I need to measure and judge what I think Wait, these They weren't lined up? No, they weren't lined up. You didn't, you didn't have it backwards or anything? No. Mm-hmm. I, I did it. I put it together, all the pre-drilled holes, everything as it said, and it did not line up like it was supposed to. Mm. So That uh, was a nice little realization. So I drilled my own holes. <laughs> uh, it also said don't use any power tools. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I guess because you could bust through the... Well, yeah. Because it's, it's not a real job. It's, it's not a board. real... Okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's all been, you know, in fact, there's so many different screws that I have to use on this. I had to start to wear gloves because I was giving myself blisters with the screwdriver. (laughs) What? Okay, how much longer is this going to take? Uh, one more day. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't want that. I wanted be, a This will be desk, the fourth day of work. Solid desk to buy and have someone deliver. But no, this has turned into a week-long project. Yeah, it is. It is day four. <laughs> you. This is what she wanted, so tonight, good for you. Tonight, top drawers and handles, so wish me luck. Dad of the year. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. The update on Demi Lovato this morning. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The update on Demi Lovato this morning is that she's surrounded by family and she is okay after an apparent overdose. So yesterday afternoon, a family source told CNN that she had been rushed to the hospital in L.A. Mm-hmm. for a possible overdose. Um, and she was there. Fire department, you know, got her there under a whatever medical emergency. But the statement from her publicist is that she's awake, surrounded by family, and we're and thank you for your prayers and support. Some of the information that's being reported is incorrect, but we respectfully ask for your privacy. Yeah, because there was crazy speculation about all kind of goofy Spe- stories. Yeah, yeah, and specific drugs mentioned, and you can't do that yet. But that's what was was flying around. I remember thinking, man, I hope this is all fake. Mm-hmm. But she, you know was rushed to the hospital yesterday. Surrounded by family now, Demi Lovato. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, last week was the uh, 49th anniversary of the moon landing. When, uh, no, we were on vacation for this. We missed this. No, one. I didn't I didn't realize it. So next year's the big fifty then. Fifty. They'll make a big deal about that, so we'll know. Yeah. Uh, and somebody at, you know, on Twitter, because <laughs> I follow Buzz Aldrin on Twitter. Oh, that's cool. And um somebody had posted on there, where were you forty nine years ago today when the real Buzz, that's his Twitter name. Yeah. And Neil Armstrong made those historic first steps on the moon. Congratulations, Apollo eleven crew, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so Buzz actually answered, Where were you? He put 
I was on the moon. <laughs> Very good. Where were you, loser? Yeah, where were you? How cool is that? Now, who's playing him in the movie? The is it Ryan Gosling, and you don't love that? No, Ryan Gosling is playing Neil Armstrong. Oh, and Neil Armstrong passed away, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm buzz. Not, I'm just not too sure about that casting. It'll be fine. <laughs> Ryan Gosling can do anything. Well, I mean, acting wise, yeah. He, but you know, he's like one of those heartthrob guys. So Neil, that, Neil Armstrong was just one of those good old American. He can guys. play the good old. He can leave the heartthrob at home. He can he can I do guess. that? It's called First Man, by the way. That movie. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's on the way? Well, the debate on Facebook is continuing about summer reading, and is it actually good for your kids? Murphy's Sam and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Jody, we asked on Facebook about what about summer reading? What are, should our kids be doing it? What right, kind of like, you know, does it really make them love to read, or is it yeah. just another assignment? And, yeah, this is the assignment that uh, teachers give over the summer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Catherine says, as a teacher and a mom, I mm-hmm. believe kids should read every day in the summer. I do Ooh. believe they should pick their own material, though, as long as it's on their Shout reading out. level. The Shout summer out. slide is real. <laughs> the summer slide. Yeah. Which is your parents or teachers. Yeah. Bailey, what's the summer slide? The summer slide is essentially, you're, you know, you're in school for however many weeks and then you're the summer comes and you don't want to do anything so and that's you, human yeah you don't you basically you lose some of the skills that you're developing yes. as you're in school oh because so, you're not in practice with it that makes right. sense yeah yeah okay. well see that is a good reason to stay on track with some of it yeah but you know you're always going to go farther when somebody's interested in the material you know what totally I mean? yes. like insist that they read a book here's what i think insist that they read a book yeah. and maybe even write you a little something on it the first week of school but let them pick it yeah. Period. Let them pick it. Yeah, That's I know the, I like. the worst book that I think I've ever read was a required summer reading book, and I was forced to read it. Awful. The Red Badge of Courage, if you know of it. Oh, I've oh, heard yeah. of it. Never read it. <laughs> Not Thank a great Bailey. one. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out, Catherine. Love to hear from you on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com.